Hello everyone, it is Thursday, December 14th, and you are listening to episode 176 of the Talking Games podcast. I am your host, Sam Suvak, and I am joined with a special guest all the way from late night in Wales, Mr. Hugh Perry. Star Wars! Star Wars! <laughs> Star yes. Wars! Uh, by the time you're listening to this, maybe you've seen Star Wars. Maybe you haven't. At this time, we have not seen it, so don't worry. Nothing will be spoiled. But uh, we are both overflowing with excitement. To, yeah, the uh, only to thing that might be spoiled is this podcast by me being overly excited to see Star Wars. <laughs> but Just as in the podcast will go bad, not there will be spoilers for the movie. No. So. Yeah, don't worry. But I that's fine. See. That'll be next week. Yes, yes. Next week, we're not going to talk about games. We'll just talk about the movie. It'll be called yeah. Talking Games Slash Movies, but really not. It's, it's yeah. I don't know, just Star Wars all the time. I'll be like, so. Ray's dad is really uncar plot. <laughs> Surprise, <laughs> motherfuckers. All right. I was, I was going to say something, but no, if I'll that say turns it, out to be to, true, to I'm in a lot of trouble. No, to make you really mad, it would be Ray's dad is Jar Jar Binks. Blah, blah, so. stinks. Yeah. <laughs> All right. But anyway, so out. it's just the two of us again. We're getting real good at these uh, two-person yeah, podcasts. Two so I don't know. I'm, a, I'm afraid maybe I smell or something. People don't want to be on the show with me. I don't know. Uh, I mean, we don't have smell-o-vision in this video conference, so. No, I, I mean, you look pretty enough, so. Aw, but thanks. I can't. You're such I can't, a charmer. I can't smell you from all the way over here, so it's fine. Thank God. All right. I mean, you don't look particularly sweaty or anything. So, <laughs> well, that that went down a path. Let's move on. Um, <laughs> so, a lot of people right now are probably pretty excited about PUBG because it just got released on Xbox One. Mm -hmm. um, so, I mean, neither of us. Have an Xbox One, so we haven't oh, tried that. PC but... Master Race, yo. <laughs> uh, Hugh, you've been playing at least the new map, and you can you have some stuff you want to tell us about how that's going. Yeah, yeah, it's I'm really, really impressed with it. Like basically, right now on the um, test server for PUBG. So if you bought the main game on Steam, you have access to the test server. So the test server is. Generally, they only have it live for a few days when they're just um, trying out um, a new patch or, you know, just to see if there's, you know, any new guns, new animations, just to see how stable they are. And then they can tweak before they put them on the live server. Um, so right now, the live server unusually, uh, the test server rather, is unusually live until 1.0 goes live on the 20th on the on the main servers so right now you can play the near desert map which is called miramar um and i i really like it um you can tell that um it's very much designed with the new um vaulting mechanic in mind um there's a lot of sort of um, areas within buildings that are sort of like raised platforms, but you can, there's always um, sort of like crates or boxes or stuff that mm -hmm. like there won't be stairs to get up to these platforms. You've got to climb up onto things. So you can is, tell that they've kind of like. Is this the first time that the vaulting mechanic has been live or has it been live for a while? No, I think they tested it 
Um, I think they tested it. They first put it on the test servers a few weeks ago, um, but I kind of missed it because it was only... That was back when the test server was only live for a few days at a time. And I imagine once 1.0 goes live, that'll return to being the case. Um, But it's really cool. They've made a lot more of an effort with this map that um, when you're in sort of built-up areas um, in the first map, um, Erangel, um, when you're in sort of compounds of buildings or cities, they're all kind of like the buildings look much the same and they're all very similar mm-hmm. similar heights. Whereas on this map, um, there's a greater variation of sort of size of buildings. And also each building kind of has... Um, it's all like unique um, sort of characteristics. So... Um, I was playing the other day and I came across a building and it had like advertising hoardings all over it for like a restaurant and stuff like that. (laughs) So um, it's a minor thing at face value. But when when you're playing the game and you're trying to communicate to people where somebody is, um, so you can say like, you know, there's a guy at 280 outside the restaurant and you can kind of it makes it. Yeah, it's another identifier. Um, and is this map um, much less open space, much more urban concentrated areas, or did I mishear that sometime? When, when you're in this, like the cities, there are they are there are a couple of like quite dense um, mm-hmm. urban areas. Um, there are a lot more um, smaller areas as well. Um, and there's a greater variety. Say on like the Orangal map, you've got sort of areas like the shooting range, which are yeah. sort of open areas, but you can still loot them. Um, there's a lot more areas like that on this map. Like there's a graveyard. Oh. Um, there's one place which has got like this sort of... Um, it kind of looks like a destruction derby arena it's like a circular <laughs> arena with just like you go inside it and it's just like this circular arena with like bleachers going up it and there's like a burnt out car in the middle of it um, can you drive a car into the arena sadly not that's which is annoying bad. yeah it would be cool if you could set up like destruction derbies with people <laughs> um that area is a bit weird though because right now um your character cannot run up the bleachers you have to jump up each step <laughs> so going there is a pain in the ass. Um <laughs> but there's a lot more um there's some areas where you, you've got to you've got to really have your wits about you. There's this one area where there's like these massive like silos. Um and there's stairs that you can go up and there's they go onto like platforms that go between the silos. But there's sort of like multi multiple layers to it, so you could be sort of on this on the top um, platform, and somebody could easily be below you. There's all these bars and girders and stuff, um, and you can easily sort of work your way in between them, and they become mm-hmm. like quite a sort of sneaky little spot for sort of sniping people from. Yeah. Um, so I think it's a, in terms of the um, attention to detail this map seems like um a lot more sort of accomplished um 
and a bit more um a lot more sort of creativity and inventiveness around it um and they've also introduced a new um ui um which it's basically you know there's a new font to it things have been rearranged a little bit differently the kill um the kill feed is a bit more um sort of explanatory so you'll just have the player's name what they were killed with um and so on and so forth um the mini map now like say if you're playing in a squad each player in your squad now has a number and a color so um i was playing with um bobby megs and my friend um rob on the weekend and each of us like we're all numbered one to four um one person was blue one person was orange one person was yellow um and you can also see um kind of like um you know like in metal gear solid when you can see on the map like the the cone of where the soldiers are looking sort of like the yeah they so you can now if you look at the mini direction they're pointed yeah so if you look at the mini map you can see where where they're looking Mm -hmm. um which is super handy because say if you're if you're in close proximity to a teammate and they say like um i've just spotted somebody yeah um it'll take some time to get in used to because it's you're trained to just sort of listen to what people are saying but now if you listen if you look at your mini map so you you can see Mm -hmm. which way people are facing yeah it kind of makes it much easier for you to get a sort of general idea of where they're referring to so there's like quite a few little um quality of life um improvements as well um but yeah it's quite it's quite funny watching um bobby and justin playing it on xbox (laughs) one last night because it feels like such a sort of step backwards for the game like the the textures are really bad the it's like really like i think they've said that the game is always going to be locked to 30 frames per second anyway which is anything unusual for a console game yeah um but yeah it's it's funny watching like having been so used to playing it on pc even Mm -hmm. just watching people playing it on console (laughs) you can see how how um different like the movement of a play, uh, yeah. a player is when they're um using a controller as opposed to the keyboard and mouse so it's funny sort of like this is the first time i've ever sort of played a pc game for 100 plus hours and then yeah. switched to watching people playing it on console and being able to go ah okay so being able to see <laughs> the sort of big differences between it so yeah i'm i'm loving it i i i'm super stoked for when 1.0 goes live because i know i think they said they've got um some more little tweaks that they're adding before it goes live so hopefully the game will be even better the other thing as well is as bobby said on the stream last night night it now looks and plays like a real video game like when we were playing it on on the weekend um i don't think i dropped below I think I was av- probably averaging between 65 and 70 frames a second yeah. all the way through the game, even when we got into um, sort of areas where there were other people. So 
it seems like they've optimized it quite a bit. Um, I might have to try and stream it using OBS just to see, just out of interest because OBS, for me anyway, absolutely hates that game. <laughs> it just I have to restart yeah. my PC after well, doing it. I mean, to be fair, I feel like OBS hates most things. It's just there's always problems with OBS. Yeah, well, you so. know, but that's that's <laughs> the uh, the drawbacks of free software. So yeah. Lots of yep. uh, lots of fun stuff to look forward to in the world of PUBG. That's exciting. Um, so another game that's uh, going on right now that's in beta testing. It's called SOS, and I know you've got a code for that. I uh, I, I got a code and started playing it last night. This game is a lot of fun. Uh, I have to say, it's fun. I it's it's so hard though. I don't even know how. I would ever get to a spot where I could win this game. So basically, <laughs> it's kind of like a reality show where your contestants and you're brought to this island and you everyone should be using their microphone because you have to like try to win people over and get them to help you out uh, like on your little mission here. Um, or if you're a jerk, uh, they might just kill you. Or if they're a jerk, they might just kill you, um, which that's happened some. But basically, so you go out on this island. Uh, there are zombies, creature-type things that are going to be attacking like you. mutant monkeys. Yeah, they're they're very weird. Uh, some of them, they're different power levels. So some of them are pretty easy to just, you know, a couple punches to the face with your fist uh, takes them out. But some of them... I mean, you get a hatchet or a knife and you're fighting them for quite a while and you're getting bitten by them. Um, when you get bit, you get an infection and you'll kind of see it growing as you're playing. And like the these little like veins will come across the screen and keep darkening the screen. Um, and you have to find these mushrooms to eat to, to beat back the infection for as long as possible. Um, so you're dealing with all of that, and you're going through this island trying to find some weapons. Eventually, you're trying to find a relic, which it looks like a kind of glowy crystal thing. Um, so far, I've only I've died and watched people play to get this far because I I don't get very far. I'm not doing well. Um, but they've had to fight a very powerful creature uh, who is carrying the relic on its back. So they have to kill the creature, get the relic. Um, then you have to keep searching and find a flare gun, use the flare to signal a helicopter, and then you have to show the relic to the pilot. And I'm not exactly sure how that works because I kind of watched it, but it was weird what was happening. He like had some green smoke that he was showing. I don't know if that did it. And then the helicopter is going to designate a, a pickup spot. And so you have to go rendezvous with the helicopter and get airlifted out. And if you get out, that's how you win. And there are uh, three spots on the helicopter, so three people, a little team of three, could work together and all escape. Um, but I, f I haven't seen fully, but I think that it's possible after everything's been signaled for the helicopter and it's coming when it sends down the rope, I think anyone can go get on that rope and go out at that point. So it's like a dangerous spot to be in because people can just come and kill you and then take your spot on yeah, the helicopter. Yeah, I was... I was watching. Um, I can't remember the lady's name now. I was Is watching it a, Phelan? Um I think so. Yeah, she was. Yeah, she, I watched her. She was fantastic. Yeah, she's good fun. Um, and she was. She like grouped up with these two guys, um, and they called the the helicopter. Um, and then another group of three appeared, and one of 
the other group grabbed onto the rope at the bottom of the helicopter mm-hmm. and was kind of like being pulled up into the helicopter and she shot this person and killed them <laughs> as they were hanging off the bottom yeah. of the um bottom of the helicopter so yeah i think she played about like three rounds and i don't think anybody actually made it out on the helicopter yeah, yeah it's real tough oh and then also um like i said you can get infected if that infection gets too far um I'm not exactly sure what happens because I was just watching some other players. So I don't know if you lose control of your player and it turns like zombie-like and attacks people or if you still have control, but you're a zombie now. And like the other zombies don't mess with you and you just go and bite people. So mm. like if you if you don't keep your infection under wraps, uh, you turn into a bad guy. And it's... I, th- uh, I think you'd make a great mutant monkey, Sam. Oh, thank you. You're such a charmer, man. I'm full of compliments tonight. You are. You know how to woo a lady, let me tell you. Um, But anyway, I suck at this game so hard. Um, It's a pretty, it's a decent sized map. And I mean, I'm wandering around the whole time trying to find stuff. Actually, you have to find lockpicks to get guns and good weapons. Um, So I'm just finding like hatchets and knives and I'm getting infected um a couple times i think times you can I've actually just... um find med kits with syringes that actually yes. cure the infection as well yes I th- someone had mentioned that in one of the things i was watching so i never found any of those um but uh, I've, I've run into a couple people who just killed me straight out they didn't even want to chat um and actually, one time when I was playing, the first time I played, I ran into this guy. I was like, hey, it's my first time. You want to team up? He was like, it's my first time, too. So we're like, okay, great. And we were going along <laughs> trying to do stuff. And then we ran into another person. He just killed us outright. Didn't even want to talk. So there's that. Um, so I haven't really buddied up, which I, I need I need to find some friends to, to play that with because it's, it's, it's tough going on your own. I don't know. I mean, you'd have to be real badass to kill one of the relic beasts all on your own. It's a, It seems like a multi-person job. Oh, I was watching the stream and I, f- I realized, oh yes, you can block. I don't know why, but like every video game I play, I always forget until very far into it that blocking is a thing I can do. And it's a very useful thing. So I need to try to do that more and maybe I will risk less infection. Um... But there's just something about it. It's it's kind of like that like that PUBG feeling where it just like gets you hooked and you just want to keep playing. Yeah, like, I I didn't want to stop. And it's got that um that sort of role play element mm-hmm. to it as well because um it it feels like sort of a battle royale kind of game like they're mm-hmm. playing it up as a battle royale game but but like with mixed with like survivor reality yeah. show where um, you have to like team up or betray people yeah so if you're if you're streaming it um and people are watching you i think they kind of like get to react to what you're doing i think there's like emojis at the bottom of the screen that people can sort yeah of... like when after, after i died i could pan through the other players and watch them and then i could like click on little things to like give them applause or be like oh great or give like an angry face if someone did something really mean to somebody else so i don't i'm not exactly sure what those do but when you first load in um It'll list your name and then give you give a little description. Like right now, mine is loner harmless because I can't find <laughs> any friends and I always die. I don't kill anybody. Uh, but there are people who have a name like betrayer, which obviously means they made an alliance with someone and were friends and then killed them. Um, there are people who are deadly. 
And those are the ones that just kill me straight out. So uh, you kind of get a get a little inkling of people's play style at the beginning. Um, so maybe you know who to look out for, but maybe maybe you mm. forget and you just run into them and they kill you. So, uh, but it's a lot of fun. So the beta is going uh, until this Sunday, I think. Hopefully, they'll have like future betas. Yeah, I imagine they'll have play. multiple phases. Um, yeah. I mean this this game. I mean, um, I was listening to um, the What's Good Game podcast earlier earlier on today and um andrea renee was saying that she got invited to sort of like a press event yeah and they gave absolutely no mention of sort of their time scale for sort of release of the game so yeah um it's still sort of very much sort of in development i think so i imagine they will do future betas so. But yeah, definitely keep an eye out for it, and if you can get in and give it a go, it's it's pretty fun. So, well, if anybody does want to give it give it a go, I have a spare code. <gasps> Hugh, which, you you are you are the man. You just have things. You're which fantastic. I will read out. I'm, I may also have um, a code for the Darwin Project as well. Oh wow! Um, so if you want to be in the SOS beta. Um, this was a Steam code, by the way. Um, it'll be first come, first served. So the first person to use it gets the goods. If you were the first person listening to this podcast and you go get this, you know that you're our number one fan because you're the yeah. first person to listen. Um, so go to Steam, redeem code, and type in IDJ5C. D W N nine zero six G three zero C, and that will get you in to the beta for SOS. Nice, thank you, Hugh. You're so, so considerate. That's quite all right. I just entered <laughs> loads of things for codes for the beta, and like I ended up getting two. So nice. Might as well make use of the spares. All right, so uh, you wanna you wanna go ahead and and talk to us about that that game that uh that I once said I didn't want to ever talk about again. <sighs> you mean Battlefront Two? <laughs> That'd be the one. <laughs> yeah, I think I I was I was disappointed that I wasn't on that show because whilst I feel that I entirely agree with everything that you all said. But it does have the game does have some redeeming features. Like whilst whilst the story mode is fairly blah, for want of a better <laughs> term, when when you are playing as Aiden, it's it's a good Star Wars story, and there's some really cool stuff around it, and it leaves it on a quite a cool note like a bit of a cliffhanger with some sort of a bit of a thing that you you know, kind of like, oh, what does this mean? Um, and it doesn't mean what I thought it might mean. Um, How do you know that? Because I've played the DLC, darling. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, He's a man in the know. you got to trust you. Yeah. I mean, like, it doesn't, like, the gameplay for the main is just bland like to be honest it's just run and gun for the most part um some of the set pieces are, are cool 
but yeah, I do I do agree with what you guys were saying. Um, the fact that it sort of sidetracks itself with the other, like, you know, the fan service sort of, here's Luke Skywalker to play as and stuff like that, just kind of, like, slows slows it down and takes it away from what's interesting about it. Um, as far as the multiplayer goes, um, I mean, I do agree with... Like, the progression system is a mess. Like, you've got to take your time to get to grips with it. Um, the whole battle points thing in the game, like, listening to Matt saying about, like, he, prefer, he preferred it when, um, like, playing as heroes um, was just, like, a pickup. Which is fine, but I think with the volume of heroes in this game, I'm not sure how that would work anymore. Because um, you could probably just end up with just like loads of people playing as as heroes at all times on the maps. Well, um, and technically, there's the heroes versus villains uh, game mode where you yes. get to play as heroes. So I mean, that's that part of it, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, as long um, as you've got them unlocked. Yeah, and the whole battle points thing, I do, I do agree that for people who aren't particularly proficient in the game, it does make it restrictive. Um, but yeah, it's it's just a bit of a weird one that one. I'm not sure about how they could get around having the heroes in the game and not have like having it feel like you've earned it when you do get to play as them. So mm-hmm. they it's just a a jumbled mess. But I'm I enjoy the multiplayer. It's good fun. Like I I I play a few rounds every day, and it's I I enjoy it. It's it's it feels good the shooting feels good and it's a fun game to play in spite of itself um but <laughs> um today or as this podcast comes out timey why me yesterday the last jedi dlc um came out for battlefront 2 so there's a new story mission called resurrection um and there's two new maps one is the um is for galactic assault and it's the crate um which is the planet you see in the trailer so the last jedi where kind of like those ships like flying along and they're like kicking up the red mm-hmm. sand um and then there's also a new um map for um starfighter assault I don't know what it is, and I don't really care because I don't like Starfighter <laughs> Assault. So, <laughs> fair enough. That, that's my that's my journalistic spin on that one. Um, but I played through the the story mode DLC earlier on, and again, gameplay wise, it's not particularly interesting. Like it's just run and gun. But I think in terms of I kind of think maybe whether they should have kind of gone episodic with the story mode from the off, because I just think that with the gameplay as it is, having small smaller sections to digest and not have you sort of get bored of the fact that the gameplay is usually fairly samey might have sort of made it a little bit more palatable. What I will say about it is in terms of being 
interest an interesting continuation of um Aiden Versio's story. I really liked it. Um it carries on pretty much from where well, exactly from where the 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 story mode like the main story mode finished. And it's about an hour, an hour and an hour and a half, hour and three quarters, which for a free DLC story mode is yeah. pretty good. I'm not going to turn my nose up at that. Um, but yeah, it's this really cool, um, like, mother-daughter story, um, which automatically kind of made me more invested in it. Um, yeah. Kind of, I guess... Especially with like Aiden's child being involved, it makes it more like it's you just automatically sort of care more about it. Um, and it's just a really cool story that kind of I think, in terms of timeline, it sort of takes place, um, because it kind of weaves itself in and around The Force Awakens, um, because you kind of you see a few things that kind of, you know, sort of nod to the time in which it's taking place. They're not, not out and out like, you know, oh, here's this. You're now sort of, you know, you were in the background when this was happening in Force Awakens. It was, it's, it takes place in that time, but it's, it's in its own corner of, of the galaxy whilst it's all going on. Um, and it, it finishes on like a really sort of, it, bit of an emotional punch at the end of it and when it finished i was kind of like huh okay where are we gonna go from here so i'm actually like really looking forward to the next lot of story dlc um that's cool do does it have they announced like how much dlc there's going to be um i i not entirely sure i know they said there's gonna be maybe three or four but like where where the story's going to go from here, I guess they've got... They kind of open it up to to carry it on for quite a while. Um, so it's going to be very interesting because I imagine the, the next um, lot of it, in terms of if it, if it carries on without a time jump, will be sort of taking place around the same time as The Last Jedi. Um, okay. So... Cool. You know, I guess they'll they'll wait a while before releasing the next story DLC in case there's any sort of spoilery stuff. Yeah. But you know, gameplay wise oh, yeah. Quick question. Oh yes. sorry. Uh so in the DLC, mm-hmm. are there any porgs yet? No, unfortunately okay. not. But All right. you know. Um <laughs> funnily there might enough, be in was, the next one. I was watching there's a like a um sort of early evening chat show on the BBC. Um, over here and um Domhnall Gleeson and Andy Circus were on there mm-hmm. and Andy Circus was saying about how he's on the side of people who see pog as a good um <laughs> a good source of protein <laughs> all right wait 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 I just had like a whoa whoa blowing my mind here all right this isn't a spoiler because I don't know this is just a guess okay what if Snoke was once a porg and something went horribly wrong and he became what he is today. Mm. 
And that could be the, the twist in the, the Last the, Jedi. We don't know. The, the Porg are like his minions that he sent out. Oh my god! To infiltrate the resistance. They're perfect. They look so cute. No one would suspect. I know. Man, I think we're onto something here. Yeah, that'd be cool. <laughs> so, it did make me laugh because I was watching the Force Awakens again the other day, and it like after sort of people. Um, Saying like, oh, who does? What does the the title of the Last Jedi refer to? And it's like in the opening crawl of the Force Awakens, <laughs> it says, "Luke Skywalker, the Last Jedi," the last Jedi. and then Snoke actually calls, yes, him, calls him the Last, the last Jedi. Jedi. And it's like, yes, really? <laughs> I noticed that too when I was rewatching it. So, yeah, yeah. Um, I also got a bit excited because I thought I saw um, Ray has the um, X-wing pilot's helmet. Uh-huh. And she puts it on, and there's kind of like a logo on the front of it that kind of looks very similar to the Inferno Squad logo. Oh. And having played through the story in Battlefront 2 and something that happens in it that gets mentioned, and like uh-huh. people were like jumping to a conclusion based on that, I was kind of like, <gasps> could it be? But apparently, um, the ownership <laughs> of that helmet is established somewhere in the uh, expanded universe as not being um idens so um, but the new map's really cool like it looks like continues the just like draw drop in sort of amazing like look and just of this game like you've got those um those ships that kind of drag those poles yeah along the ground so you're playing on sort of like salt flats at the start of it and you've got all these ships whizzing around and they're like kicking up red sand and you've got like the giant new um attacks or whatever they're called um like running around with you and is it like these crazy sort of like underground tunnels in like and these tunnels are made out of like these sort of crazy red crystals and stuff and oh. it, it looks absolutely stunning so like that like it's cool to have an, another map and it looks gorgeous. So, yeah, I mean, like I said, the story DLC, gameplay is still blah, but story, interesting. So, in summary. Cool. And it's free. Well, if you bought the game, it's free. So, we like free yeah. games. So. Yeah, you don't just, yeah, it doesn't just magically appear <laughs> for you. It's not Pokemon uh, Go. <laughs> <laughs> so, or a U2 album. All right. So, uh, another free game... That well, an actual free game that I played uh, this weekend, uh, because it's a PS Plus game this month, is Kung Fu Panda Showdown of Legendary Legends, and uh, I went into this game not knowing what it was. I thought it was going to be like a like story based, like a little adventure game, but it turns out it's a fighting game. And you, you probably know I don't I don't care for fighting games very much at all. Uh, but I decided to, to give it a go and, and see what it's like. Um, I've never seen a Kung Fu Panda movie, but I had a blast with this game, Hugh. It is so much fun. These it characters, does look fun. <laughs> these characters are just fantastic. And I, I mean, obviously, they're all from the movie, so people probably know who they are and what they do and stuff. But I, they were all new to me. There's like this cute little turtle guy. They're like multiple feline type creatures. Um, there's this crocodile that has really fun abilities. And then like, I think my favorite is this stork who can just like zip around and do stuff. Um, 
But I got into this game and I just started having a blast. The, the controls are, are fairly simple, I would say, for a fighting game. So I was able to just kind of pick it up and go. And I'm, I'm not very good at it. Um, but it's just like a fun, laid back, if you want to just kill some time and do something that's going to make you happy. Uh, it's a good game to play. So I know a lot of people were not excited about it being in the PS Plus selection this month. But I say it's a pretty good, pretty good game. Yeah, I th- I think people need to like remember that like not just adults play video games and the f- oh, yeah. like PS like it's nice to have a free PS Plus game that you know you can download and just put a controller in the hands of your kids and be like oh I've seen this I've seen the movies of this and yeah. have a video game for them that's like free to download because you know more often than not they're either sort of especially the last few months they've been sort of triple a games like mm-hmm. um like what's the big one right now darkstalkers um yes yeah so i mean that's not you know for a kid that's not exactly sort of you know something that you would let a young child play so it's nice to have a bit more of a, a variety like then all the ps plus games are never going to be for for everybody um and just because it's not some sort of you know triple a like you know marquee title doesn't mean that like you can shit on it it's like someone's well, and, gonna, someone's gonna have fun with it, and hopefully, yeah. Some kids and just will. because it seems like it's a a childish game doesn't mean that the adults aren't gonna have fun with it too. I mean, you got to give stuff a chance. Because like I had a blast with this. There was a a free game many months ago uh, called Color Guardians, which is just a little side scroller that's obviously for for younger people. But I had a blast with that. It was just so relaxing and fun to play. So it's just important to keep an open mind and be willing to try something. And you never know when you might find something that makes you smile and have a good time. So. Yeah. And also, I think for future community nights, I might be pushing for this game at some point. So keep that in mind, people, and well, uh, go ahead and download it just in case. It, it might be a game that's aimed at younger viewers, but when you play it, I wouldn't recommend that <laughs> a child's <laughs> ears language. are in the vicinity. <laughs> oh, yeah. There's, because... there's a lot of cursing in that. Damn, yeah. girl. Like, I swear like a trucker, but... <laughs> I was like, holy shit. <laughs> yeah, so I made a trailer for my Lady's Choice video where I just, like, spliced together, like, all these instances of me cussing about the game. And, I mean, that wasn't even, like, half half the video. That was just half the cussing. So, I mean, there was still more. Yeah. But, How uh, you've changed. Like, when you started doing videos of talking games, you were like, oh, my goodness. Golly. Gosh. <laughs> and I was just like, why... Why you don't talk like that? What are you doing? I was to like, be fair, I We're... still say, "Oh my goodness!" quite oh, often. That's <laughs> it true. comes out between the fucks and the shits. And I was so. like, why, "Why are you speaking like that?" Like we're we're an explicit <laughs> podcast, and then from then I feel like I feel partially responsible because ever since then, holy shit! <laughs> I feel like I feel like the dam has burst. <laughs> it has covered your ears, people. It's, just, it's too vulgar. <laughs> All right, so uh, there's another there was another free beta this weekend that uh-huh. uh, quite a few of us played, and I, I mean, I was super excited going into this thing. I was just like, man, this is going to be the greatest thing ever. Um, and then I got into it and was kind of like, meh. 
Yeah. Not quite I'm what inter- I expected. Like, I only played that, like, initial sort of hour or so with you for like your first play so i'm wait, interested wait, let's just let's just real quick let's just say it's monster monster hunter world the beta that was this weekend so go mm-hmm. ahead go i'm just interested to see or find out whether you sort of warmed to it a bit more over the weekend because i know you played some more <laughs> no. with uh cody didn't you so <laughs> no um, so um cody tells me that the beta is not really a good representation of what the game's going to be like because the beta pretty much just gave you 20 minute missions where you had to go fight the big monster boss and and kill it um so it was just these big boss battles and they would last for a really long time um and let's just all right Let's just, before I get to that, let's just say this, I mean, these monsters are fantastic. Um, The character design on these are great. Even just the um, non-combatant animals that are hanging around nearby, the plant life, everything looks really cool. Um, But some of these monsters are fantastic. There are like dragon-like ones. There was this huge owl, one that looks kind of like a T-Rex. But then we ended up spending a lot of time with this one that was kind of like a worm. It was in this muddy swamp area and it would jump out of the swamp and like crash back down, uh, which was really cool. Um, Sometimes the monsters will come stumble upon each other and start fighting each other. So this other monster came at the worm and like the worm was wrapping itself around the body of this other monster. So it's just like, it's so cool to see the interactions and see this stuff. Um, Were you playing when... We were fighting that one monster, and then the other monster came out of the fucking ground and just like made this massive hole in the floor. I don't recall if I was with you for that, but I that did happen that... to us at some point. Yeah, also. I mean, like, like I think it might mean might have been before you joined us, but yeah, yeah. we were fighting this one monster, and um, I think depending on sort of like if you, I guess if you drive like a monster into another monster's territory. Mm-hmm they'll end up sort of, like, um, fighting with each other. But, like, me and Cody were fighting this one monster. And it kind of sort of ended up in sort of, like, this open sandy area. So we're just sort of, like, firing away at it and stuff. (laughs) And all of a sudden, the ground just erupts. And this other monster just, like, flies out of the floor, like, for this... And this massive, like, crater opens up that goes down into a cave. The monster we're fighting falls down into it. Um... (laughs) Cody goes down with it. I'm ended, I'm then stood like where we were with this other monster, which is like twice <laughs> the size of the one we were fighting. Yeah. I'm just like, dude, how do I get down the hole? So I'm just like <laughs> running around the edge of the hole, like trying to jump down it. I was like, dude, I'm stuck up here with this big fucking monster. He was like, press yeah. circle, I think. So I just ended up yeah. like pressing circle and jumped down the hole. Um, so we ended up like the, the, the other monster then followed me down. Um, yeah. And it, it just like... It just has this sort of. It it kind of feels random. I'd be interested to see like if you play it over and over whether it isn't quite as random as it felt. Mm-hmm. But it just like just from the beta, it has the ability to just make you just go, "Holy shit, that's fucking yes. cool!" It, and it's fantastic. I mean, they do a great job with that and just the world building of it. Um, but. But yeah, so I had trouble at first because I wasn't finding the right weapon for me. Melee weapons 
are no good because you got to get real close to that monster. And for some reason, I just had a lot of trouble aiming up close and I'd end up facing the wrong way and trying to hit stuff. Um, but then I started using the hunter's bow that you had before and that, that was good. I, it worked pretty well for me. Um, but I kind of get bored at really long boss fights, so I wasn't like super into that. So then Cody was like, well, let's just, we won't even do the boss fight. We'll just wander around, explore and do different things. I was like, yeah, this will be fun. And we can like kill some smaller monsters and just whatever. Um, so we go and find some monsters and I'm like, oh, we can kill these. And then I'm like, oh, but they have babies with them. And I'm like, Cody, we can't kill these <laughs> monsters. They have babies. So then I didn't want to kill any of the other monsters. I'm like... These things that are just, like, hanging out. They're not trying to hurt us. I'm like, no, I don't want to kill them. So then I wouldn't let Cody kill anything. Um, <laughs> so so I'm real fun to play with, you guys. Uh, so I didn't have the best time. But I will say this. Okay, those palicos are adorable. So you get this little cat companion that'll help you if it's just two or fewer players playing together. And you can dress them up. They can have matching armor with you. Um, if you go on the water, if you're like going in water, they get this little inflatable inner tube that they sit on and they have that a little paddle that they scoot around with. So that's fantastic. Um, there is, you can just go and stop and fish. So we did that for a while. I love fishing in video games. I don't know why. Um, so we had some fun with that. Um, Cody was telling me that you can, in the game, You'll have, like, you can build your house and build stuff there and then go out and, like, catch animals in nets and bring them back to your house to be pets. So I was like, so it's basically like Animal Crossing. He was like, yeah, kind of like that. So <laughs> it's like Monster Hunter Animal Crossing. So, uh, I mean, it so has you a lot of... You won't, you won't kill the monsters. You'll just take them away from their children. See, no, but see, like, I'm not going to the children away either. from them. <laughs> I feel real bad about that. I hate zoos. I hate seeing, like, animals in captivity. So I'm like, I don't want to catch animals and make them live in my house. Um, except for my stray cat, Aloy, which I caught her. At, but I don't make her live here. She has a door. She can go in and out whenever she wants. So it's just, like, a an agreement that we have. I'm not forcing anything. Um, but, yeah. So I don't know. I mean, I want to like this game. It's It's got a lot of really cool stuff, but I'm just not entirely sure about it yet. Yeah, I kind of think the this beta was a, a, a weird thing. Like you say, the the main game, the hunts, uh, like more than like they're all like they seem like they're always timed. Mm -hmm. um, but then like in the full release, they're going to be sort of more than double the amount of time. Mm -hmm. um, so I feel like this the beta might have kind of done a bit of a disservice to the game. Yeah. In terms of like, um, at no point does it sort of give you any information about like, you know, this, we're just giving you this to give you some, because of like mm -hmm. a flavor of what you can expect from like fighting the monsters. Yeah. And well, it doesn't give Cody you any said... information... Sorry, there's a there's a story mode that you'll go through that's separate from those hunts. Yeah. So I think like that timed hunt thing is part of like the multiplayer mechanic, but there's still just like a story campaign that you go through that's kind of separate from that, mm. which sounds interesting. So, but given how this is the first time one of these titles has been on, um, you know, PlayStation Four and Xbox One and stuff. I think they should have been a bit more like a lot of the time when you play demos and stuff, you'll have like information screens that come up at the end mm -hmm. saying like, you know, 
buy this game on January, blah, blah, blah. And just, you know, in the full release, you'll get such and such and such with this, this and this. Mm -hmm. And I think my concern for the game is that the fact that it's misrepresented itself with this beta. Um, Because like you say, I I was a bit frustrated by the fact that I, I wanted to be able to get out into the world and maybe sort of like, you know, farm for things and sort of craft um yes. you know because you can obviously craft your own ammo on the fly and stuff like that and while while we were fighting the monsters like i was running out of like the ammo that i had that was doing the most damage but because mm-hmm. i didn't have any materials i couldn't craft anymore um and i know you can make like food for yourself and stuff so yeah. Oh my god, real quick. So at at the camp when you load in at the start of your mission, you can go have a little meal and there's this cute little animation where this lady's cooking for you and then you're eating and your palico is eating with you and it does this happy little dance while it's eating its little chunk of meat and it's so adorable. I loved that part. <laughs> yeah. It does, it does seem to have like it's got a good bit like a bit of personality about it. Mm-hmm. Like it it did show that, but yeah, I I'm gonna get it. Like I, th- I think that the full game is gonna be markedly more fleshed out than this beta was. But it just seemed like a weird, weirdly sort of, um, sort of constructed thing. I, I think it would have been better if they just had one full, um, hunt, and given you a bit of a flavor for, like, right, go out there. Go and find some materials while you're doing mm-hmm. finding your materials. You can, you know, you can do this with them. You can craft stuff. You can, yeah. you know, you make buffs for yourself. Because um, I think the whole point of, like, the maybe ha- the hunts being that long is so you can, like, craft all these extra yeah. bits of ammo <laughs> and buffs and perks for yourself. Because, you know, the boss, the monsters take a, a hell of a beating. Um, so yeah, I, I, I don't, I, I'm just worried that they might have put some people off with this, with this beta, but, um, yeah, we'll it was see. an odd one. Yeah. But Hey, um, all right. We're, we're starting to run a little long, but we still want to, I still want to talk pretty quick about, uh, stuff from the game awards and PSX. So if we just want to like kind of hit on some of the stuff that we're excited about from that. Mm-hmm. Hugh, do you have some you want to mention? Yeah, um, one game that did pique my interest um, was one called Dreams. Um, it kind of showed a few, um, a little bit of gameplay at PSX. Um, I think it was, um, they first mentioned about it at the Game Awards. And it, um, I didn't really catch much about it. It just basically looks like... Um, more or less like three games in one where each each part of it is like you're playing through um somebody's dreams but each each dream is a different type of game so there's one dream which is like this funny little sort of almost like sci-fi platformer and the other bit they showed um a little bit of is kind of like this um like film noir sort of point and click adventure um so that just like piqued my interest because i was kind of like oh okay this looks like it's going to be a bit different i'm confused a little bit because i thought that game was about where you were kind of building the dream 
like you were building the world into whatever you wanted because you were like controlling the dream and you could make things maybe um, i'm mistaken i don't know well yeah i mean the video i watched of it was very brief it was like three minutes and it was a lady talking with just like a few clips of the gameplay mm-hmm. so it wasn't really um they didn't really talk much about what exactly you were doing in the game um so yeah i was just what i i just saw that one video because all of these things happened like in the middle of the night for me so it was a bit tricky sort of keeping up with um yeah yep that um the news from it but yeah it looks whatever they're doing with it like the fact that it's seems so varied in like how you play it i just really really interests me I'm quite looking forward to that. And it's from Media Molecule, who I don't think I've ever played any of their games. I think so. they do the Little Big Planet games. Do they? I thought that's who was doing this. I could oh, be wrong. Okay. I don't know. Hang on, let me Google it. Alright, while you're looking that up, I'm gonna I'm gonna talk real quick about Witchfire. This just had a, a little bit of a teaser. Um it's got this gothic kind of horror setting, and there are monsters. And it's a shooter, and you have, like, different types of guns, but some of them kind of look like kind of like old-school revolvers. And it looked pretty interesting, and then, in the midst of all the shooting, like, the player, like, moves their hand, and, like, it's like they're casting a spell um, against these monsters. So there's probably going to be some witchy magic involved in it as well. Um, and we didn't see very much about that at all, but I was intrigued, and I'm pretty interested in that one. Hugh, did you find anything yet? Um, yeah, they are the company that make the Little Big Planet games. So Woo-hoo! I have played their games, so that <laughs> makes me even more excited for it because I like the Little Pla- Big Planet games. I didn't play Tearaway Unfolded, but I heard good things. So, yeah. Cool. So, that, that game does intrigue me. So, yeah. There's what that. else? Um, well... The one thing that was announced and I have already played and I fully expect that you maybe have is the 50 versus 50 mode for Fortnite. Oh my god. Me and Cody were streaming. We were supposed to be playing Killing Floor 2 while we watched the Game Awards and talked about it. But we kind of just stopped playing and we're just talking. Um, and then they announced that on the Game Awards and we're like, oh my god, this is so exciting. We could go play it right now. So we did. We, we changed the stream and we went and played 50v50 and that was a lot of fun. And I think they just that they were able to like make an announcement right there and be like, hey, here's this thing. You can go do it right now. That is so exciting. And I think they did a really good job with that. So yeah. that was it's a, a fun, fun mode. It's a shame that like after sort of about a day of it being out, they started having some like serious server issues and it got mm-hmm. to the point where they had to like cut the game down to solo only. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm hoping that maybe they might extend... Yeah. how long you can play that for because it's a limited time mode yeah um, and i was playing it last night and it wasn't having any issues so hopefully they've got yeah i played a out. quick round of it yesterday and um it it seems to be very much more stable because it was suffering with like some serious like like input lag so you'd be like running yeah. up to guns and just mashing square to try and pick stuff up and it just would not happen yeah. and then some that guy sucks. would come along with a shock and it'd just be like <laughs> <laughs> and um, it was infuriating. I did have a bit of a Twitter rant about it. Um, I also thoroughly enjoyed at the Game Awards 
um, Joseph Fares, the director yes. of A Way Out, and his little like <laughs> rant where he was just like, "Fuck the Oscars!" It's like he was certainly entertaining. Oh my goodness! Okay, <laughs> so. That was a thing. Um, I I had been excited about a way out uh, since I saw it on E3. That game um, I thought it cool. just sounded really cool. And then I don't know if it was later that night or the next day. This this news article came out and it says that uh, if one person buys a way out, uh, they can play with a friend, and the friend doesn't have to buy the game. They just go to the store and download a free trial version. And as long as they're playing with someone who owns the game. They don't have to buy it. And that is just like, it was just blowing my mind that that a game would do this because it's so, I mean, it seems kind of revolutionary to me because, you know, he's so focused on wanting this to be a co-op experience and doing it with your friend. And like the old school way was to have somebody over on the couch and you're playing together right there. Um, And the world we live in today, a lot of your friends aren't able to just come over to your couch. And so the fact that they're just making it possible to share the game the same way as that, it's just it's it makes me so happy. Yeah, yeah, it's it's great to like have a developer. Obviously, just so keen to have people play their game that they're willing to. um, I don't think it'll impact on sales so much like i think that if anything it'll encourage more people to buy it because they can split yeah. the cost between them well and um, also i looked at it it's up for pre-order right now it's only 30 dollars, so that's mm. fantastic um but it just looks like a really really like clever concept as well the fact mm-hmm. that like the start of the game the two characters are completely separated from each other and you're mm-hmm. playing at the same time and then eventually you come you come together and then you you have to be playing it with yeah. somebody um and i i just really like i i am really excited for that game um like you say is to do something like that just basically saying only one person actually has to pay for the game yes um is is really refreshing especially with all the shit over the last few weeks about like you know DLC and loot boxes and stuff like that and blatant sort of profiteering from video game developers um, unless there ends up being loot boxes in this game which I highly doubt it doesn't look like that kind of <laughs> He's game not gonna do unless that. you can get like yeah <laughs> unless there's like you know DLC for like loot boxes where you can get like flat caps or something for your for your characters <laughs> then... um the i don't even remember who it was or what award they were presenting but at the game awards somebody had the envelope and was getting ready to read the winner for the category and he was like oh oh i can't open it there's a microtransaction oh, and he, was, he got um... out his credit card and like slit the tape on it to open it it was so funny it was what's the name it was the dude who was in chuck Oh yeah, I don't, I don't know. The I can't remember name. his name, but yeah, that was hilarious. That was yes. so funny, <laughs> and everybody was like, "Oh snap!" And then he was just like, but "Seriously though, that's that's bullshit." <laughs> I was like, "Fair play, dude." Yeah, that's that's using your uh, your moment to uh, to full effect. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was the obvious one. With there's uh, also the Death Stranding trailer. Oh my which god, was that game unsurprisingly looks absolutely goofy 
goofy um, isn't the word i would i would use like batshit crazy is mm-hmm. more what yeah. i would say um but, and i was uh, reading um if you haven't seen the trailer there's no way we can sort of accurately describe it to you just go and watch it um and watch the first trailer as well because apparently um the whole thing with the two trailers is the fact that well there's three there's, trailers oh the three trailers um yes. the, the the trailer that was shown um with them in that like crazy world where like the baby is in Norman Reedus's throat um which basically sums up how insane this game is looking yes um it's... apparently that is kind of like when you die as such in the game you end up in that space oh. um is that fact or conjecture i th- think that i can't remember where i read it but i think it was um i think it might have been hideo kojima was um talking to somebody about it and he said like this okay. is one of the um like it's another game where like death is a mechanic of the game like okay. your death strands you somewhere um nice so yeah that like there's a little bit more information coming out about like that i'm I'm absolutely intrigued i don't think when i play it i'm gonna have any kind of grasp of what the hell is going on (laughs) yeah but it looks the right kind of crazy super interesting yes that's one way of putting it (laughs) so um what else so bayonetta which i have never played any of the games before but i have heard about them and heard wonderful things about them so bayonetta one and two are getting re-released on switch and like it seemed like everyone in the crowd was pretty excited about that and then they went ahead to announce that bayonetta three is coming out and it will be a switch exclusive as well and it had a real short little teaser but uh it intrigued me and i'm pretty excited about it so i might see uh about picking up all three of those and giving them a try yeah i've heard good things about bayonetta um like rob who used to be on the show like absolutely loved those games um i'm pretty sure bobby has played them as well um like everybody who has played them always speaks really highly of them so i think with them coming to switch um as long as the price is right i will definitely give them a go so yeah, yeah that's that's cool people will like people love those games so i'm glad that fans of that franchise are getting a new one yeah um there wasn't much at psx that excited me but there was one thing killing floor incursion is gonna be a new vr game and it's a story mode and i mean you guys know how much i love killing floor uh, well, Killing Floor 2 specifically, but uh, I'm pretty excited about this, so I'll uh, I'll give it a go and see how it is. But, I mean, there there was a lot of VR stuff, um, but really nothing nothing else really st- stood out for me. Um, yeah, I kind of, like, VR-wise, I think I'm kind of a, a bit of a tipping point with VR. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I need to see sort of more titles that are sort of, oh my god, I have to play that. Killing Floor is one that I was like, right, okay, that's I'm in for that. Although to um, be fair, I would have been perfectly happy if Killing Floor was not in VR. So yeah, that's, that's fine. true. 
um like that that game is super fun um but yeah i i think vr there needs to be like for me anyway like uh, no doubt that you know there's people who are getting a lot a lot more use out of this but right now i i i haven't touched my vr headset for for quite some time so i i need more games that interest me from that but yeah, yeah killing floor should be damn fun there's also a christmas event in the main game i believe yes which which sounds delightfully it's like a Krampus stupid. something so i'm yeah. excited about it they have, um, they have yeah. really good events usually so yeah yeah the last one was was really cool so yeah like i i love how much they support that game um yeah you know considering it's you know it's not a particularly new game so the fact that they're still giving people new stuff to do um is awesome like I, and I love um, the way they if you it. if you have your PS Plus, you should already have that game for free. Uh, but if not, I'm pretty sure I saw it's on sale uh, for the PSN holiday sale. So cool. you can pick it up if you if it sounds like something you want to try out. So, um, Hugh, was there anything else you wanted to talk about? Um, no, not really. Um, I mean, it's a World War Z game or Z. Um, yes. For for those of you across the pond, um, I don't know anything about it, but you know, zombies. I like yeah. zombies, so hopefully that'll be cool. Um, but yeah, nothing. I, like, there's a new Soul, Soul Calibur game coming. I oh yeah, fighting games are my kryptonite, so <laughs> I will avoid that like the plague. Like I bought Injustice Two. And after a few hours playing it, I was like, I don't know why I bought this. I fucking, <laughs> I fucking hate fighting games. So That's yeah, cool. Well, I have to say, so like I said, I was streaming with Cody. Um, when that Soul Calibur thing came on, he freaked out and just totally lost his shit. Apparently, he is a huge fan of Soul Calibur, and he is super excited for this one to be coming out. So yeah, I'm sure he's like a lot of people, and uh, they're pretty excited about it. I don't know which one of those games I I think the last one I played there was one with Spawn <laughs> in it. Okay. Um I think that was back when I had my Xbox 360. Um so yeah, I I just don't just fighting games just aren't my thing. That's okay. Just, you should try Kung Fu Panda. Might change your mind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Give me one for the kids and I'll probably appreciate yeah. it. Yeah. It's because I just can't work them. My fingers just end up getting tied in knots <laughs> trying to do the moves. And I'm just like, fuck it. Screw. I'll, I'll go and play like Pro Evolution Soccer or something instead. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, uh, I think that's that's going to do it for, for today. Um, just a reminder, this Saturday, December 16th, we have our community night. We're going to be playing Worms Battlegrounds, um, which was another PS Plus free game. So I'll I'll put the link in the show notes. Um, I know I've had some trouble with that link before. So if there's any problems, just uh, you know, message uh, Talking Games on Twitter, or you can get me or Cody uh, if you want to if you want to join in with us because we'd love to have you. Um, we've got the live streams on Twitch going. Uh, Cody's been doing kind of like Monday through Friday, sometimes Saturdays. Uh, it's been a little off when he was ill. And then, of course, we had last night, Bobby and Justin had their PUBG stream. 
And just, just a reminder for people who don't know, on Twitch there's a videos um, tab where you can go and see some of our archived footage. So, like, if you miss a stream and you want to go see it, you can just go to twitch.tv slash talkinggamesvideos. That's not it! Oh my god, I wrote this down. I, let me check this again. I, keep, I don't know why it's so hard for me to remember this. I say it all the time, and then, like, I, I do the podcast and I forget. It is twitch.tv slash talkinggames. So you go there, click on the videos tab, and you'll see the most recent um, streams. And so you can you can catch up on them if you missed any. Mm-hmm. And we um, also now have a subscriber exclusive emote. And it's it's pretty much the best emote in the world. Um, everyone's going to be wanting to throw this out there as, <laughs> as soon as possible. There it is. Uh, yeah, it's it's Hugh's face, um, the immortal image of him. Uh, when he realizes he accidentally shot Bobby in PUBG. So uh, you can now emote <laughs> accidentally in quotation marks. <laughs> um, so yeah, when you when you need to express unbelievable fear, excitement, surprise. It, and it, it, covers, it covers so many emotions. So we've got the emote for you. Yeah. Um, all right, you can contact us by email at games at talkingcomicbooks.com. At Twitter, we are at talking underscore games. Our YouTube channel is youtube.com slash talking games videos. And like I said, we've got twitch.tv slash talking games. I am on Twitter at SKSUVAK. Hugh? Um, I'm going to pull a Bob Ryer and derail. Um, <laughs> Fantastic. I mentioned earlier on that I may have a code for the Darwin Project. Um, second closed alpha weekend which runs from the 15th of december to the 17th of december um and real the... quick what is what is the darwin project for people who might not know the darwin project is where well, it's basically like a survival battle royale type thing but it's kind of oh. heavily um i think if you remember there was the trailer i think was at e3 and it was very sort of um oh, they basically that had yelling like announcers shout casting over the top yes. of it um so that's what that is it's kind of like a battle royale thing but there's a whole thing with like crafting and survival um like you could be in the cold so you might have to build yourself a fire to survive um to warm yourself up and stuff and it's um basically sort of played off as this big sort of experiment about like you know who can survive and so on and so forth um so if you would like to get into that alpha which like i said runs from the 15th to the 17th of december um friday noon to sunday 9 p.m that's pacific time um go to steam and redeem this code w d d 4 j e 90 y 2 L D Z G W, and that will get you into the close. Fantastic! So our number one fan, if you're the first person listening to this, you could have gotten two free games right now. Yep. I don't know. I mean, see about it. Yeah. Uh, so to answer your question, I am at Agents <laughs> of Scorpaz on Twitter, <laughs> and uh, be sure to send send him a little thank you if you are the one who uh, redeems those codes. And also just, uh, just yeah, send us a note because we want to know who our number one fan is, the first person to listen to our podcast. Yeah, let us uh, tweet, tweet us and let us know if you get it. Yeah, yeah, that's exciting. So, um, yeah, that is going to do it. Thank you, Hugh. 
Star Wars, Sam. <laughs> okay, I mean, that's that's one... I mean, you could have just said, may the force be with you. I mean, that would have been more appropriate, I think. Star Wars? But... All right, so <laughs> Star Wars on the brain, guys. Enjoy it. Um, thank you to everyone who's listening. Until next time, be good to one another.